Mystic Beast with me, and uh, yeah, we're, we're back with another round of uh, discussion. Uh, I mean, when it comes down to it, yeah, we've been talking a lot about our previous topics, um, and I think it's time that we just move on to a topic that has very controversial views. I would say. I mean, what about you, Mr. Keys? You think it's controversial? Um, I I mean, I can think I can think of more controversial topics, but <laughs> but there there's a lot of disagreements uh, back and back and forth on the topic that we're going to discuss, and the topic I believe that we're going to discuss is metagaming. Of course, metagaming, everyone. Yes. Um, and and. Just so that we're all on the same page, because I don't want us to um, make anybody have the wrong idea about what we are discussing as metagaming. The the definition I'm using for metagaming is simply, you know, using prior knowledge that's not available in the game. And it's actually also hard to decipher some points, because... There are different mechanics, and sure, if you play enough times, you'll understand those mechanics better. And there's no, there's no straight answer as to, well, you know, this mechanic can be found here in the game. It's more about just in general, without looking into the game code. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and give Santa kudos, because he at least, you know has a very definitive definition uh whereas i disagree with that definition but can't really provide a uh a counter definition <laughs> well no, okay well, um, let's ignore the definition for a moment and just yeah. what is metagaming to you metagaming to me is finding out or uh writing down uh popular strategies or um write, writing down or figuring out popular strategies or fighters or sequences uh to figure out how to beat a game to the point where it no longer is a game it is for the most part, metagaming to me is turning a video game into a math problem or a equation uh, to solve. And there are really a lot of different people that are, are on opposite sides of that fence. And stuff like that. Yeah, like on one and hand, and even in your definition, there's still a lot of overlap, because there is. Let's say, like, if you're a, a, a new person to a game, and you do mm -hmm. no prior 
prior watching videos. Now, granted, I do this all the time, so feel free to slap my face as much as you want, Mystic Beast. But that without watching gameplay or seeing others do it and seeing how they do it or researching uh, different areas of the game. And I'll, I'll define those areas as like skills, uh, traits, things, you know, Every game calls it differently, you know, some sort of leveling up system to find out the, what some people would say is the only way to take. <laughs> yeah, you. I mean, you see it all the time on uh, on um, on YouTube when when you when you let let's say you're new at a game or whatever, and I I don't want to see. This is where I think me and Santa have different different opinions on on metagaming even though there is a huge ton of overlap because i don't want people to think that you know if you're struggling in a certain area of a game or if you're um new to a game and you just want to know how to play it because the game has you know what i would consider bad conveyance then I don't want people getting the idea that looking up a game's mechanics or looking up a game's um, uh, functionality is basically being a meta gamer. Um, I, I can agree with that because there is a difference between a you know a how-to article or a this is what I did article um, to try to get you on the right path and. When you think about so, sto story-based games, they have a – many games will have a relatively linear path. You have to go one way or another at some point. But Let's, let's – um, go ahead. Sorry. But that varies from every game. Um, so let's relate it to the current stream game that, uh, that Santa is – uh streaming stellaris okay so you're completely brand new to stellaris you've never played stellaris first of all if you've never played stellaris condolences to fucking learning it because that shit is a whole headache you know what you might as well i'm gonna recommend taking tylenol i'm gonna recommend taking painkillers to learn the game um and i'm gonna require it actually um but Getting off topic. Um, if you're completely brand new to Stellaris and you go on YouTube and you type in, you know, how to play Stellaris, you'll get a bunch of these guys or a bunch of these uh, YouTubers that tell you you have to pick Xenophobe, you have to pick, you know, Militarist, you Horse have to guilt. pick these specific <laughs> civics, you have to pick these specific civics. You have to pick, um, like, if you're going to go, like, if you watch the videos, they'll literally be like, okay, so if you want to play mi militarist, you have to pick these civics. Or if you want to play, you know, or if you want to play a pacifist, you have to pick these, uh, you have to pick these civics, and you have to, you know, construct your empire in this way. You want to do this first, this first, this first, this first. And that is my example of um, my example of what 
metagaming is. It, it is literally, as Santa said, it is looking at a game's mechanics or looking at a game's code and figuring out the most optimal way to beat any obstacle in the game um, without obviously cheating, like using a game shark. Right. And, and we want to be careful, like, too, because as, you know, Mystic Beast says this, this is where we approach another line that I want to make sure we're clear on. We're not saying that you can't strategize. Strat there are definitely... Well, not at all. Hundreds of different strategies with a different combinations, you know? Yes, if you want to do slaves in Stellaris, there's only two ways to do it, as a xenophobe or as an authoritarian. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to choose slaver guilds because you want slaves, or that you have to choose um, some sort of other, you know, trait that I can't come up to my mind right now. Um... Just because you... You can own slaves, but you don't have to have slave armies. Jesus. Right. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's like... just, you know, there's different strategies. Uh, you know, my current game, I'm a necroid xenophobe. So yes, I have slaves. I use undead armies. I use... Like, I don't actually have any major benefits... I don't stack the benefits to slaves. Yeah, I'm aware of different ways to stack them. Mystic Beast failed miserably with slaver guilds. I mean, I have a race that uses slaver guilds. It turned out okay for me. But it's just one strategy. You don't have to choose slaver guilds, for example. Let me ask you, let me ask you, Santa, because um, I'm not sure how on board you were with the... Um... I'm not sure how on board you were with the uh, Pokemon craze. Like, I know you've played, like... Have you played any... Like, yes, because I remember you having Pokemon Yellow, I think. So, um, I, I did have uh, a lot of the Game Boy versions. Um, and I... I think I've gotten up to... Sapphire and Ruby was probably the last one... Uh, last saga that I actually delved deep into. Did you ever play competitively? No. Have you ever played Pokemon competitively? Okay, so you may not know about this, but when did, um, so right around like Pokemon X and Y, Pokemon X and Y, when you played competitively, you ran across, a, like when you actually got really, really good at uh, facing off against opponents, um, a lot of the times you would run in to like 20 well 20 is an exaggeratory number i'll say like 10 trainers you'll run into 10 trainers with the exact same team with the exact same abilities with the exact same moveset that is what i mean by metagaming metagaming is literally taking any surprise any sense of um any sense of originality out of a game and literally just turning it into one big math problem. They don't they don't have these Pokemon. They don't have this team because they like those Pokemon or because they're legitimately um, strong. They like them because it will beat 
uh, it will the odds of the odds of their team beating your team is just mathematically better. And, and, I and think it happens the, in a lot of different games. And I think Pokemon's a good example because, <laughs> and, and even though I don't play competitively, I know this is a part of it because not only have you mentioned it, but you know it's always around. But Pokemon have that wondrous secret number that you're not supposed to know. Oh yeah, <laughs> people, there are ways to find out that number. But. The act of trying to find that number is probably the core of our our definitions, both mine and Mystic Beast, of metagaming. You're mm-hmm. not supposed to be able to find that number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um But it's it's I don't know. It's so weird. Metagaming is the concept of metagaming has first of all has been around forever has has been around since since games first came out and stuff like that i'm pretty sure there's an optimal way to beat pong i'm pretty sure well let's, like, let's basically i would say you're a metagamer if you're sitting here asking yourself this one question what's the best way to win yeah so it's like there's no I don't know. There's no like creativity behind it. It just it's just a math equation. Like there's no okay, so if you go 2 plus 2 equals 4, you know that no matter how many times you ask yourself what 2 plus 2 is, you know it's always going to be 4. So people do this to video games. They apply that to video games. They they think, you know, in their head, what is the one thing or the collection of things that I can do every single time consistently and win every single time consistently. To the point where you have you have gamers and YouTubers that literally play a game and beat a game a specific way uh, a multitude of times that they even track the percentages. Yeah. And, or and, probabilities. And I'll jump back to like, Stellaris because, you know, before I, I go into, you know, the other half of metagaming, you know, go back to Stellaris and, you know, the difference between strategy and metagaming is, you know, with Stellaris, there's still some flexibility. And this is where I think there is multiple metas. You know, if you go into Stellaris saying, you know, I want to play a Xenophobe race. There's gonna be a mechanical build that will give you the best odds. If you say you want to be a xenophile, there's gonna be a mechanical build designed for xenophiles. And with metagaming, to me, if you're ha- sitting there asking yourself, "What's the best way to beat the game or to win?" then you're looking for a meta, and you probably will be hated by a lot of people. Whereas if instead you say, how do I want to win? And this is where I go back to Pokemon and tell, have Mystic Beast share his competitive stories about what he likes to do to metagamers. <laughs> I don't even mention my friend Darkness Among Us on this too. Um, 
because darkness among us is literally darkness among us is literally um he's responsible for teaching me this <laughs> he's responsible for teaching because i didn't really know anything about this i was literally just trying you know to do the best that i could possibly uh do with the knowledge that i had and then he gave me even more knowledge <laughs> than i wanted and um long story short you know i'm gonna get into the topic of iv training iv training um is how you throw people off because what you get is basically just a lot of people who will try to use legendaries or try to use like they'll either use a team of legendaries like a mewtwo a celebi uh jirachi jirachi was a was fucking littered jirachi kyogre groudon rayquaza and mewtwo and slowpoke for some reason um no not slowpoke slowbro for some reason slowbro or wobbuffet and literally um they would get very very pissed off when a a pokemon that you have that presumably uh would lose every single time that pokemon that they expect to 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 win against actually knocks out one of their legendaries they never expect it they never expect they never really expect a machop to know ice punch they never they never expect the machop to to uh, actually machop is a bad example because that's a first form they never expect a machamp to learn something like dream eater or something like that like or psychic moves so you can actually iv train a machop to learn how to take out psychic types you can actually IV train a fire type to actually learn thunder moves. Like, and this drove a lot of metagamers in Pokemon uh, up a wall because they were just like, oh, I have the elemental advantage and I've already IV trained this Pokemon to its max stats. So in theory, I should win against this Pokemon. But then you had other people who literally IV trained their favorite types as opposed to what would, in theory, uh, make them win the most. And, and that's the um, thing that we, that's where we get to that question. You know, how do I want to win? That's, that's the difference mm -hmm. between me there's and a difference between. Yeah, there's a difference between, I mean, even in the Olympics, like, if we want to go off, like, you know, non-video games and go even in the Olympics, and stuff um steroids like steroids people take them and they take them because it optimizes their muscle gains and their strength gains and it pretty much optimizes almost everything about the human body almost at a at a grave grave expense but you have these athletes that rely on steroids in order to get these medals. And then you have, you know, people, in my opinion, you know, who 
legitimately deserve those medals. You know, because they didn't take an enhancer. Um, I am getting off topic, though. I'm sorry. No, no, but, it's understandable, because metagaming, as you said, isn't... Well, you take the term meta, like, that can be applied mm-hmm. to everything. You know, yes, there is going to be the best way. But then there's the fun, creative way I want to win, you know. I, I want my Necroids mm-hmm. to, you know, win Stellaris one way or another. You know, versus, well, I have a Xenophobe built this way so it will win, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and, and Stellaris, you have other different builds. And I, I am susceptible to this, too. One meta-type build is the fence stations. I'm fully aware that there are some modules that are better than others mechanically. And I will use those modules on my defense stations. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to go to war with everybody. Because I have said weapons. But... I mean, even back when I was learning how to play uh, Mortal Kombat... Um, when I was playing Mortal Kombat competitively, and I kept typing in, like, I kept typing in the search, because there was, I'm going to be honest, there's no beating around the bush with this. You know, there's only so many times you can get your ass handed to you to where you're just like, you know, what am I doing wrong? You know, if you go back to the basics and even the basics don't work, what am I doing wrong? You type in YouTube, you know, how to get better at Mortal Kombat, Half of these videos are telling you to pick a specific fighter, not because they're cool, not because of um, not because of their moves. It's because of their frame rate. So if you understand frame rate, you'd understand that there are certain fighters in fighting games that have faster moves. And the faster moves are always going to be the ones that are going to hit the most. So you have a bunch of people wanting you to pick if basically they have it in their mind, they have it in their head, that if you want to be number one rank in Mortal Kombat 11, you have to pick Liu Kang. You have to pick uh, Scorpion. You have to pick Noob Saibot. If you Mystic pick any Beast. other person, you're going to be second rate. Mystic Beast fought so like, many scorpions in his playthrough. Like, so many scorpions. Well, yeah, some of them, I, some of them were good, were legitimately good scorpions. Some of them were good. Some of them had no business picking scorpions. You know, um, but that's what I mean. If if you're picking a character, or you're choosing a strategy because you know, you believe it's going to, you know, win you the game, then you kind of have to take that win with a grain of salt and stuff like that. So, and then by no means, I want to be clear, I'm not necessarily demonizing all of metagaming because metagaming is really, really hard to avoid. It really is, because there's a fine line between winning the way you want to win and winning because you know it'll make you win. 
You know, yeah. there's a very, very fine line between that. Yeah, and, and sometimes they're going to overlap. Like, you know, yeah. just because, you know, you know, megacorps are the only way to win, you know, the best way to win in Stellaris because you can get very good economy doesn't necessarily mean, you know, that you're going See, to. See, now Stan wants me, makes me want to fucking hijack the fucking podcast. I need to stop cussing. <laughs> he wants me to make. He wants to make me hijack the podcast to briefly tell the audience that, um, yeah, you can get a good economy and everything, but um, the more commercial packs you have, the more reasons people have to go to war with you. So it can backfire in your face too if you're not careful, you know. But I mean, just because you know megacorps might be the way to win. You know, in most Solaris games, doesn't mean you can't play a Megacorp because you want to. You know, if you want yeah, to... Yeah, yeah, like... So, I'm sorry for interrupting you, Santa. Like, okay, so, as you guys may know, on on Discord, I dropped a bunch of hints basically saying this would be, be the first time that I ever looked up mechanics on how to play... Uh, Megacorp, because normally when I play a new race, I fuck it up royally. Um, during that mechanic research and stuff like that, I wasn't learning how to win against Necroids. I wasn't learning, I wasn't trying to learn how to win against the uh, Necroids. I wasn't even learning how to try to beat the game. I was just trying to, when I researched, the mechanics, I was researching, like, what each mechanic does, what each mechanic affects, and stuff like that. So I knew, not necessarily the best way to win, but I had an idea of, like, how to optimize my gaming strategies if I'm going to play Megacorp. I wasn't searching up the best way uh to win and anytime those videos really like if you if you look at you'll understand exactly what i mean if you go watch uh aspect i think that's his name a spec so a spec will literally just i what i like about a spec is he will literally just give you the mechanics yeah and, and, without and aspect is really really good like now i will yeah. say Spiffing Brit is really good at finding exploits, and although they're fun videos to watch and then makes it absolutely hilarious, it's not necessarily fun every single time. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, this gives me a good point, because as me and him both said, when you look up slaves, they're going to tell you, you know, slaver guilds, merchant guilds, a bunch of slave bonus stacks, but we're not looking at Okay, what we're not saying I'm playing Megacorp, what civic should I choose? We're we're saying, okay, I'm playing a Megacorp, what do I need to be aware of? In case of Mystic Beast, you know, he's not likely to go to war, um, and therefore needs to rely on his energy production elsewhere, um, through the Kreshk in this case. Um <laughs> But I mean I got a food joint in another world, but they shut my commercial pack down so I can't build there anymore. But, you know, being understanding that you need to rely on everyone else's worlds is one thing you need to understand as the Megacorp. 
But that doesn't necessarily mean you're looking up, hey, which civic should I use to exploit the game? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You already had your race set up before you looked into it, you know? And that's how we that's how we define what we want to do versus what we need to do. Yeah. Um, so the reason why I don't know, the reason why I sound the way I do when I'm trying to this when we're talking about metagaming is I'm trying my best to convey that like metagame okay so I'll be blunt and say metagaming is not bad if as long as metagaming is not bad as long as you're not obsessed with it there there's there's a lot of gamers that whatever game they play whatever game they play it doesn't matter what game they play they always have to know how to win whatever game or how to be the best in whatever game they're playing that's really the mindset that like i i personally that's really the mindset that i personally try to uh stay away from because for me it's not fun it's not fun when you sit there and you take a, a game's mechanics and then you just sort out everything to the point where you're literally just going to win every single time. Why play it if you know you're going to win? If you take out the surprise or the insecurity or the fear of losing, why play a game at all? Like, is it even a game at that point? And, and that's no? why like, one of my Twitch channel rules is limited backseat gaming. And I say this is because... I don't want the people say, asking me why am I doing something a certain way or why am I not doing it this way when I know it works or something like that because, yeah, sure, if I'm stuck, I'm welcome to help. But if you're just going to tell me the meta, I'm I'm not going to care. I'm, I'm, I'm being honest with that. Santa doesn't care about the meta even though he can fly across the universe in 24 hours. In, in, in fact, in fact, if you pull that shit on my channel... I'll probably do the exact opposite just to fuck you. <laughs> just like, what, you want me to use a submachine gun because it's the best thing? Cool, I'm going in with pistols. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> like you know? So, hey, you know, and he did that. Mystic like, Beast did yeah. that playing multiplayer Call of Duty. He yep. needed to level up his pistol, so he, yep. he shot his pistol for a few rounds. <laughs> that was a hard match, though. <laughs> that was a hard match. You know what? I had more fun losing in that match than I did, you know, picking a gun that I knew I would just win every single time. You know. But no, if you guys ever have questions about you know the rules and why we have them, you know, we'll be able to tell you. Probably best to ask us that in Discord because we're probably not gonna go into very much detail on stream, especially if you know we're in the middle of a war that we've been in for two and a half hours because the game's lagging. <laughs> <laughs> man <laughs> i'm i'm a little sad that it like i'm a little sad that it it stabilized at the end of stream yeah like <laughs> why didn't it stabilize in the middle of stream i would have been happy with that 
Um, here, this is what I'm gonna do, guys. I'm gonna take off one earphone so I'm aware of how loud I am because I feel like I'm way too loud. I got neighbors up up uh, there, and I don't know if that's actually their bedroom. So, and there's a vent over there. So, you never, never know. Um, but no, I think I think that that has a pretty good viewpoint on metagaming. I think. You know, me and Mystic Beast never actually flat out said that we hate metagaming, but we do not like the mindset of being told the meta or that we should use the meta because it's the only way. When me and Mystic Beast very well know, we will find a way to win another way just to prove a point. Let me, yeah, yeah, let me, let me, let me, in the, in the interest of being blunt, let me, let me say this. If you lose 38 times live, if you lose 38 times live and you take a moment and stop and look up the best way to win something, I'm not going to be mad at you. <laughs> Why? Because you sat there. I literally watched you fucking lose like 80, like 38 times. But if you're just like, hey, this is a new thing I'm doing. And then you just like, like, you're like, hey, this is a new thing I'm doing. I've already looked up the best way to win. So we're going to do this best way to win. I'm probably not going to watch you, you know, because you already know how to win. So why would I watch you, you know? Like, there's no mystery. And I think that's why it. I like to watch like, a lot of people new to the game. Like, if I come across a streamer and it's the first time they've played it, I usually watch them just to see how they go. Don't get me wrong. I like watching the vets too. I have a couple of streamers I watched that play XCOM too, and XCOM two, being the strategy game that it is, is randomly generated. Um, so I don't think there is a meta per se for that. There might be a, you know, build this facility first type of order, mm -hmm. but I don't think there's really going to be a meta per se because if you only have two snipers because everyone else died, well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> like I mean, it gets fucking terrible. I swear. There, there's, there's even if you play Player Unknown Battleground and stuff like that, if you, you type in how to be good at Player Unknown Battleground. There are people who literally sit there and tell you to go to certain portions of the map every time. Like that's the reason you won. <laughs> what? So, you know, again, we're, like, we're not against metagaming. We're against the mindset that that's the only way. So, okay, actually, I agree with Santa. Um, my way of saying exactly what he said <laughs> is literally, um, we're not mad at meta, meta, we're not mad at metagamers. We're mad at people who are obsessed with it. Or or who don't try to do it differently just because you they don't can't. yeah they don't even try to go in like uncomfortable they don't they don't step out of their uncomfort they don't step out of their comfort zone at all they just want to know how to win something regardless of how it is they win they just want to know how to win and and the obsession so, is yeah. painful to watch because when someone says. Yeah. Well, I've already got the best gun. Why isn't it working? Well, because every gun has an equally countered gun. 
you know, because if I'm, you know, clear across the map as a sniper, I'm probably going to headshot you before you can headshot me. Yep. <laughs> like I said, it gets to a point, metagaming has, if you took out, let me put it this way, if you took out metagaming, like, if you had any power to take out metagaming, I think taking out metagaming would probably destroy a lot of games because in a lot of games there's really only a couple of ways to win well i mean so I, I, wouldn't, any, any... Well, I wouldn't go that far with it but i will say metagaming is exactly why games constantly go through a balancing uh run as it were um you know, a balancing run happened in Overwatch. Balancing runs happened in Solaris. Balancing runs happened in Call of Duty, I'm sure. Every it even happened in Dark Souls. Shit. Yeah, every developer goes, okay, too many people are using this weapon. Let's nerf it because, you know, too many people are using it. Oh, it happens all the time in Dead by Daylight. <laughs> Shout out to my Dead by Daylight fans. Jesus Christ. Uh, and, and that's it just... happens all the time. You know, that's that's Dead by Daylight. Sadly, is another highly susceptible meta gamer. I don't know how many of the same exact killers we face, or when we get to the end of it, how many killers have the same three perks. Oh, not only that, how many killers have the same three perks? The more you go up in rank, once you start getting to purple rank, you start seeing survivors with the same fucking build. <laughs> it's fucking oh, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. There's four Claudettes. Like, there's four Jakes. <laughs> and then you'll get and then you'll get hate mail. Then you'll get hate mail for using the incorrect perk. <laughs> that is hilarious. I, I I got hate mail for 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 crushing a salty lips. I got hate mail for it. I got hate mail for bringing Ace in the hole. When somebody told me that I should have had adrenaline. And I was like, okay, first of all, they're my perks. What the fuck does it matter to you? <laughs> you know? And I guess, you know, some people, like I said, some people are just really, really obsessed with it. Yeah. If hey. you're obsessed with it, I don't like you. Like, <laughs> Yeah, so if you like, get mad at a game doing a rebalancing... It's probably yeah. because you metagamed. Yeah. Because <laughs> the people that Jesus don't get because the people that don't get mad are people that have probably two or three builds they go and rotate between. You know. Oh yeah. Because if you rotate between two or three, you can play the game two or three different ways and be fine, regardless of whether one build Sansa got made mad. a good fancy. <laughs> Who would have thought no, 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 no. I, I, I have Nancy with Dwight's perks, you know? Oh, man. You know, I combine Nancy and Dwight's like, perks because they do go hand in hand if you know which ones to put together, you know? Oh, man. No, nothing like telling this no, nothing like me telling Mystic Beast. Nothing like me telling Mystic Beast which generator I'm on, and then when he shows up, that generator going faster. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So with that said, guys, I, I think we should wrap it up um, for metagaming topics anyway. Um, again, 
We're not. We are against it. We're not going to get mad at those that tend to win against us because we and him haven't looked up the meta. So we don't know if they are meditating against us or if they're just really good with a build that we don't know about. If you're losing constantly at a game, I'm going to be more forgiving. But if you're just jumping in and you're just basically looking up the the way to win, the the... The way to win every single time. I'm, yeah, I'm probably going to be... I'm not going to be like, oh my god, you should die. I'm pretty much just going to be like, yeah, I'm kind of irritated. Yeah, I mean, and that's, the, that's the, the biggest thing for all of us is... I can tell you from personal experience, I'm good at Stellaris research. I'm not good at Stellaris economy. I don't know why everyone has more economy than me. It very well could be the different options I choose. I don't know. I don't necessarily look it up. I will say if it was bad, I'd probably be losing. So I'm in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's better than me. Shit. So he says until he you know steals like 30 energy from me. <laughs> Santa... It is simply because I have looked up and understood the mechanics that A-Spec has provided. No, no, I had anything to do with that. I knew you took 30 energy from me because the commercial pack flat out says right on it. You will give these guys 30 energy. They'll only return to, 8. To, to, to be fair, to be fair, there were other planets that I thought about prospecting on, but they looked pretty new. And I really couldn't see anything. Actually, correction, I couldn't really see anything um, on any of your planets because I didn't have sensor range into the into your territory because you still have close borders, even though we have a defensive pack, which I think is hilarious. Um, <laughs> but you're a fucking xenophobe, so I can't ask you to open your borders. Anyway, I looked at your planets. The only information that it provided was how much money i would be getting mm -hmm. how much credits i would be getting uh if i built a a uh, a branch office on either of the worlds and either out of three worlds it was like oh if you build a branch office on this world you get four energy if you build a branch office on this world you get seven energy and i saw that big fucking delicious 30 and i was like i'll take <laughs> <laughs> I asked you before I built it, though. You proved it. <laughs> and you're just like, holy shit, you took 30 energy from me. But no, so I, I say that, but I still have it. I mean, I don't think it was, I think it's just, you know, it works off of trade value. This is where I talk about mechanics. You know, it works off of trade value. You're not actually stealing from me. It's not like I went from plus 100 to plus 70 because you made a branch office. But. Really? It's still hilarious to look on commercial pack and see, oh, I'm giving him 30 in trade. <laughs> uh, but no, it, Stellaris is fun. Uh, Stellaris, I think, you know, has its meta, but it also is a lot of fun to just do what we want. Uh, other games have their meta. Other games, as Ms. Kavis has said, it's harder to break away from said meta. <laughs> But 
Well, yeah, because some games they just give you less options. Yeah. So, you know, you're welcome to join us on Discord and continue the conversation there. Um, but I think we've established our stance on metagaming. And uh, as a result, we all will talk to you live some other day. <laughs>